0: Welcome to episode 3 of Sexy Aging, where I interview Kylie Gates. I asked Kylie to email me her bio for the show notes, and let me tell you, it was pretty lean. Other than being my longtime friend and work colleague when I also work for Les Mills, I can personally tell you a lot about this incredible woman. But I thought I would Google Kylie so that I would have an industry bio. I thought I'd start with what Les Mills have to say about Kylie. If you haven't heard of Les Mills, they are the global leaders in pre-choreographed group fitness workouts. They are well known for their body-changing, life-changing workouts, for example, body pump, body combat, and a whole suite of other genres. Kylie is the creative director for Les Mills International, basically the top chick who makes the calls on what you, as a live or on-demand consumer, will experience every three months. Les Mills says this, She's the epitome of a group fitness leader, a fitness pro who passionately coaches others to reach their full potential, not just in the group fitness studio, but in all aspects of life. Kylie has been teaching classes for over 30 years and she is one of the world's leading coaches in developing industry rock stars. The Kylie I know and have the pleasure of knowing for over 20 years is so much more than that incredible jaw-dropping physique and multitude of accolades. In this interview with Kylie, we will delve into Kylie's mind and understand how her personal development and understanding of her own psyche at a deeper level is the key to her fulfilling her purpose and helping others have breakthroughs, not only in their fitness careers, but in their personal lives as well. This episode celebrates Kylie for championing women in their 50s who inspire in the fitness industry. All right, so I am extremely excited to welcome a very, very dear friend and sometimes work colleague, like on and off (laughs) through the years to the show Sexy Aging. Um, I am probably Kylie's biggest fan, although she's probably got like, I don't know, thousands of people that say that, but I also know that she's my biggest fan. So (laughs) it's it's two way, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And we've been there for each other. So I'm just going to give a quick overview of how I met Kylie. This is my story. (laughs) It could be completely different to yours, but this is what I remember. Um, Probably 1998, Brazil.
1: Yeah, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was 2000, but yeah, somewhere around that anyway. Oh, yeah, actually 2000. Yeah. mm, mm.
0: So we're going like. 20 years yeah yeah which is awesome um so i'm there with the new zealand team from les mills and you're there with the australian team from australia yeah (laughs) and um yeah i'm doing some stuff with body jam and you come up to me afterwards and talk to me and i don't remember the exact conversation Mm. but i think it was just that you recognized um something that you enjoyed as well a lot and we had and we basically connected and realized that we had literally the same upbringing
1: <laughs> yes pretty much yeah that's that's definitely how it went <laughs>
0: yeah okay good because uh you know slowly as the years roll on my oh, no. memory, my memory's fading a little bit but then when i was sitting thinking about how do i know kylie that's i thought i wanted to share that story so so now it's i'm going to just hand it over to you kylie you need to tell us you know like Who the heck are you? (laughs) I've just just bigged you up like as a massive overachiever, but.
1: (laughs) Okay. So um, yeah. So thanks for having me, firstly. Great to um, connect with you like this. And I love the name. (laughs) Yeah. Sexy aging. It's great. Fantastic. So um, yeah, 30 years in the fitness industry. Prior to that, I was a professional dancer and danced since I was about 10 Which was my passion, and you know, no school work, just dancing, pretty much. All
0: dance, yeah,
1: yeah, and um which led me into the fitness industry, and sort of fell into it. Went to an aerobic studio, and then, you know, they're asking me, "Will you be a teacher?" And I was like, "Yeah, why not? Let's give this thing a go." And had because I had been on stage all my life, it was it was quite an easy transition, and something that I really loved. I've always loved to exercise and, you know, whether obviously dancing, but through school was a lot of sports and always wanting to be the head girl and, you know, quite competitive in those days. Um, But yeah, 30 years, started off as a freestyle instructor uh, and that slowly kind of died. And when it died, I was at a fitness convention in Sydney in 95. And that's when I first saw Pump which kind of blew my mind. It was, uh, just remember, sunglasses, lots of lycra, uh, brown skin, and lots Tins. of oil, lots yes. of oil everywhere. It was like, who are these people? What are they doing? And, you know, that completely blew me away. I think the biggest thing was just the whole um aspect of working with weights um because I love strength training and I love to be involved in that and and then yeah I basically went back to Perth and hooked up when I say hooked up I mean as a trainer hooked up <laughs> a, a nice hook up yeah. with uh, Norm Phillips who is back in New Zealand now as well and uh, still involved with Les Mills and he sort of took me under his wing and mentored me which was great and mm. you know Pump was my first program, and then I went on and did so many other programs. But 25 years uh, with Les Mills, so a long time, and now I'm one of the creative directors at Les Mills International. It's pretty much my dream job, something that I've always wanted to do. And I did it a couple of years remotely from Australia, and then yeah, felt the need because I had lived in New Zealand before, uh, felt the need to come back. so. Yeah, so I do. I'm a creative director. I'm a coach. And um, I still teach all my classes. That's probably the thing I love the most (laughs) is teaching classes. And today I got to teach because we're out of level two. We're in level two now. So we can teach and not have as everyone has to be on the dots. So it was a really fun class this morning. And yeah so I'm married I don't have children but um have lots of children around me <laughs> yeah all the time and yeah just live I live in this beautiful country of New Zealand and you know just yeah so happy and so grateful for everything that I have in my world yeah
0: yeah so life's yeah. pretty good <laughs> life is good in New Zealand I mean yeah. I didn't think that I would hit the ground running doing interviews from New Zealand <laughs> I thought I would yeah. still be up in Malaysia but I mean, that's, that's the cool thing with this, with yeah. this gig is like, it doesn't matter where you are, you know, that's how the world has changed. We can still mm. stay connected, whether it's, you know, mm. a, a one-on-one heartfelt chat or an exercise workout, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. So,
0: you know, we just still want to deliver what we love. Um, so even in my part of the world, Kylie, you are very revered <laughs> <laughs> amongst So I've traveled, you know, throughout Southeast Asia, and you did a couple of years with me, and I I want to touch on some of those things too, because that leads to (laughs) what we're going to share on Sexy Aging today. Yeah. But um, So the instructors in Southeast Asia um, just think you're a goddess, and as the years roll on, their admiration and... you know, awe of you continues, Mm -hmm. I think it builds. And I think it goes without saying that if anybody's met you or seen you teach or seen you on a DVD or meets you in person, Mm -hmm. they are completely blown away first and foremost by your physicality, okay? So we'll just like put it out (laughs) there. and in a lot of ways you've been a big inspiration and um a driver for me to take care of myself as well Mm. um so i want to roll back a couple of years well maybe about a decade where we were working together in asia (laughs) yeah and we would travel around and take modules and run workshops and basically um, help um, teams of instructors be the best that they could be well before there was any real structure around that we were just Mm. doing it right we were trialing and piloting all these amazing Crying ways as to we went going as we <laughs> yep. went but some of the key highlights for me was at the end of the day and we shared a lot of hotel rooms <laughs> we would sit back with our um, trashy magazines and I would eat chocolate and you would eat nuts
1: <laughs> yep yep <laughs>
0: pretty much and I at the time didn't really sort of think about it too much but mm. in the last sort of five years I thought oh my god she was on to something
1: <laughs> <laughs> the secret to my aging the
0: secret to mm. you know how how much you've aged but I even remember back then that you were actively diving into how could you live your best life for as long as you could? And I don't know Mm. if we ever spoke of it in that way, but I Mm. watched you and I started to learn from you and it took me a lot longer to pick up the habits. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just say it out now because, you know... I, uh, you know, some of it I found was like, okay, that's just too much for me right now. But a lot of it, I have embraced a lot of what you do and a lot of the way that you live your life, because I can see, Mm. you know, physically what it's done for you. But Mm. now the most important thing is the mental work that you've done for your life.
1: Yeah, yeah, the mental work. Yeah, Um, I think as you were talking, then the word that came up for me was discipline Mm. And I have that, I have that discipline in everything that I do. And probably at some points it's like, I need to, you know, yeah, I, I catch myself saying, come on, loosen up, loosen up, <laughs> have a drink. Or I you might know. have said
0: that a few times. <laughs> yeah. And I
1: think my girlfriend's calling me out on it. Right. But mm. I think um, it's just been instilled in me from a young age and I've just I'm just driven like that, and I know my boundaries. Mm. And I, but you're right. I think I've always been on this on this path to well being. So yes, fitness has been a big part of my life, and it will always be a big part. But it's it's more holistic now. It's more, you know, it has been particularly in our time in Asia. uh, To you know, it was really important when I was on the road to really look after myself. So. I do, you know, I struggle a little bit with women that I coach and, and in my conversations with people where they say they find it difficult to put themselves first. And that was a really big, you know, when I sort of discovered that women struggled with that, I was like, whoa, I must be so selfish. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> thought to myself that all I do is put myself first. But then through my yoga practice and through all the coaching work that I've done, the inner work, I realized that if you don't actually have that compassion and put yourself first, and there's, there's ways that you can do that without being selfish. um, Then what do you, what do we, what have you got to give? You know, Mm. it's like you can't, you have to have compassion and love yourself so deeply for others to love you. So that's kind of always been my, my thing. And when I was traveling the world with, with Les Mills and, you know, uh, worked with you, Trace, it was, I didn't have a partner. So it was, purely all my time. So I could do that. And I think, um, yeah, it's, it's just something that's been ingrained in me. And even though I'm married now, and um, always, you know, my husband is my number one supporter, and I'm his, but we still, you know, I still live all those values. And I still put myself really first and look after myself, because, you know, your health and your whole, your whole well being is so important. It's, 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 if you don't have that you don't have anything that's my motto that's what I believe so yeah for a long time I had thought about that and I've done a lot of the inner work I've always been a talker as you can yeah. tell and I've always liked to talk things through and particularly with my yoga journey I found um it was almost like finding a faith for me when I did my yoga journey and I was almost like returning back to who I am because yoga for me is about connecting back to myself so when I went through that whole yoga journey and as a teacher, 200 hours, it's um, I think I cried pretty much every second day. Uh, <laughs> it was, <clears throat> yeah, it really brought me back to what's important, what I stand for, all my values, who I am. So that was really cool. And, and then through that, it's just kind of, that was like 10 years ago. And then prior to that, I was already, you know, really developing that side. And then the last 10 years have just been really, in that um, mindset field and just working with their transformational coaching. And, you know, it has, it has completely changed my life and it keeps me really positive. I believe that, you know, it's like, even for that whole aging thing and look, I'm standing on stage next to 25 year olds Mm -hmm. um, who have beautiful skin and all that, but I have beautiful skin because I, you know, I have water every day i eat the right things i i feel my body with the right stuff i exercise and so my skin yeah it's skin of a 55 year old but it's it's still beautiful skin so yeah. um i think it's it's just for me is about really looking after yourself and trying to be the best that you can be and and through them it's holistic it's not just about your body and it is great to have you know yeah It's really, it is important for me to feel good about my body because then that makes me feel good. But that's through working out. And the whole, you know, way that I work out now is quite different to, you know, even 10 years ago. So that's changed as well. But definitely I see it, it's holistic. It's it's the heart space, it's the head, it's the spirit, it's the body. It's everything together and just doing that inner work. Um, I, I love that. I find it fascinating. I, you know, I'm doing more and more courses on it and reading. Um, yes, you asked me about my books and yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll but, get to um, that, yeah. yeah, I have some, just so many coaching books that I read and I just find it fascinating about the mind and how the mindset can control so much and can control, you know, what you manifest in your body. So, you know, they've got to be in tune. They've got to be working together. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, actually, talking about the mind, and I want to relate it to some some of the symptoms that I experienced in perimenopause, actually. Mm. Um, <clears throat> one of the symptoms that really kind of hit me And the reason why I dialed more into meditation and more Mm. into journaling personally was I had lots of um, bumps along the road around the way my mind started started to switch and it wasn't Mm. in a good way. And I think I I can recall I was probably about 47, 48 and I started to get these really almost psychotic (laughs) moments and started to question my confidence. And a lot of that comes from working in the fitness industry for a long time. Mm. And also understanding that the fitness industry isn't always the kindest to, um, seasoned women, even though we have so much to offer on the coaching side, right? So I started to get shaky and then of course I was hormonal and perimenopausal and my confidence really started to shake. And I don't Mm. think that many people, people, anyone that's listening to this would even have known. Mm. And I'm actually putting it out there right now. So like yourself, I had to dive a little bit deeper into, you know, how can I help my body mm. deal with what my mind is experiencing right now? And if I can get the two synced, mm. then I should hopefully come through this a lot stronger. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's one of the things that you've always inspired me about because we used to talk a lot about our personal development and the things that Mm. we were experiencing. Mm. I feel like you're like 10 years ahead of me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And any chance I get to talk to you, it's just a real honor. You know, I come away so inspired. So I know that everyone else will as well. Did you have any moments like that? I mean, have you, were there any symptoms for you that kind of shook things up a little bit?
1: Yeah. I'll try not to get emotional because I had one, Yeah, only one. (laughs) Um, Yes, I had. uh, I've got a holistic doctor here in New Zealand. A very good friend of Doctor Jackie Mills, and uh, she's my doctor. So I feel quite privileged to have her because she specialises in hormonal women. So it was perfect. And um, yeah, I had one. I had one moment where I just. Yeah, it was actually probably for about a maybe a few days, or it could have been, it could have actually been a week, I don't know, it just started to, I, if I can um, create a metaphor, it's kind of like, it's just like this fuel, and I just sort of felt my whole body getting heated and heated, and everything was steaming out the top of my head, it was just, it was so incredible, I couldn't, I can't even really fully describe it, but as the heat was coming, I was becoming very low uh, in energy, and uh, which is not like me at all, and mm. Jackie was the one that, and so basically I was walking along the street and someone that I know asked me if I was okay, sort of, you know, in the general, oh, how are you going? And I just remember saying, no, not good. You know, it was just one of those moments where I went, no, I'm not doing good. Yeah. And I walked yeah. off and uh, then Jackie actually approached me and said, oh, what's up? And I just completely lost it. I, Um, (laughs) I guess, yeah, I just started, I got really upset and I said to her, I feel lost Mm. if I I have to describe the feeling right now, I feel completely lost. And the the things that really ground me in my life, as I said, my yoga, doing my, you know, yoga practice, my husband, you know, being home, that's really important for me, that security. So all those things, none of those things were actually anchoring me. And that's what really um, it, it put a lot of fear in me. I guess is I felt like I didn't know where I was in this world, and and I've always known who I am and what I stand for and what my purpose is. So it was quite a it was it was a feeling I'd never experienced, and it was really quite low, like a really a really low feeling. Um, luckily, I have a great doctor, yeah, uh, who gave me some um, natural um, you know, creams and things. And I worked with her and we got that sorted and yeah, but it was, it was quite a, um, I guess it really, it, again, it kind of all these things that happen, I never see them as a negative. I no. just always think, what, what do I learn from that? What can I take from that? And what I learned was around the feeling of that real depth of feeling quite desperate and quite lost, gave me more empathy for other people you yeah know, it was it was incredible yeah uh and that's pretty much the only thing that I've had I mean that's the only time that it was really bad I guess you know I've had a few like I'm still I still get quite hot at night and all those sort of <laughs> things but yeah. um yeah I'm, <clears throat> I'm overall I do all the you know I think it's about so many different factors with the hormones. Um, and finding what's right for you I think that's the real key like not we're not all built the same you know yeah. we're all different and it's really about finding what is good for you what are the things that we can really anchor you to bring you back to yourself to connect in you know so that you're not sort of living out of here in this world in, in which is kind of superficial so mm. it's like you can get back into who you are then all of a sudden you 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 know, you're more present. I mean, and I think that's the big thing is that you're not even thinking about the future so much. You're just present in every moment, every interaction, every, you know, you look outside and you see a tree. It's just amazing. You're just in the moment. And that's, you know, that's really what yoga has taught me is to be present. And, and then you extract more from life and life just becomes so good when you, when you live from that place. So yeah, so that's kind of my um, my experience with the hormones yeah. and yeah, menopause. Well,
0: you know, I actually think that's going to touch a lot of women because I hear that a lot, and nobody mm. really knows how to describe that feeling. Mm. And when you say just kind of lost or like you've you know you've been unleashed or you're you know you have been unleashed or you you know you do not have your anchor and you're using mm. all the tools that you normally use and you're still not feeling grounded. Yeah, I think you nailed it actually because <laughs> so I've heard that a lot. Um, just the sense of i don't know who i am and i don't know you know what's happening in my life right now Mm. and i just feel like confused yeah you know so um, and it's
1: that loss of control because you know we are all control freaks to a point right
0: and and that's scary when you are
1: mm, a control
0: freak and when everything always goes according to plan and then this you know this is a a spanner in the works that you have no control over yeah (laughs)
1: But it's yeah. again, it's how you look at it, isn't it? For me, yeah. it's it's that end point is what you do with it. And yeah. that, um, and and also, you know, that's one of the things that we talk about in coaching is like, you know, because sometimes you do feel desperate and sometimes you feel lost and sometimes you feel out of control. And then you gotta go take yourself back to a time where something happened that was traumatic, but you got through it. So what were the things that you did? You know, because we often can sort of think like, oh, it's all over, it's, you know, end of story. And I work with my clients on this. It's like, yeah, but let's go back to a time because you know that, you know, you can do these things. And it's like, you have got those skills inside of you. Those tools are there. It's just digging around to find them, to use them again. And, yeah. you know, I think that's one of the key things for us as women is to, um, we are so equipped. We are we have so much inside of us that sometimes we actually don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's true. So I picked up on the word tools, um, mm. and I know that you will have your morning process, <laughs> as, mm-hmm. as a lot of um, really incredible people do. Um, mm. People that I know, they have a process that kind of sets them up for the day. So, would you be okay to share yours?
1: Absolutely. Uh, well, at the mo- yeah, so I've got kind of like a weekday routine that I do, and a weekend one. Yeah. Uh, and so my weekday will be getting up at quarter five <laughs> and, uh, going and teaching a group fitness class pretty much every day. And um, the only day I don't do that is Thursdays. So I then go and do my own training. So I enjoy that, but it's basically, it's the, um, yeah, Straight away, well, I must say I have to have a black coffee. So I have the black coffee because it's the pre-workout. Have that to get me started. And then I go and do my my workout, whatever that is, or teaching, you know. Um, and that's the thing that really sets my mind. Um, I also, so teaching and working out are quite different. Yeah. So teaching is about giving and sharing and, you know, and then you have those catch-ups and so much is happening in the club. So there's um, different vibration that's happening in the club situation to when I'm just at home doing it. So when I'm at home, it is a little bit more of my time, whereas in the club, you know, I'm there and I'm working, but it gives me such satisfaction that I love that. So that's the the very first thing that I do is um, exercise is the key for me because that just puts my mindset in, in go mode, you know, and ready to go and feeling good. Like my muscles feel good and I feel ready to attack the day. Mm. Um, I, I tend to wait a few hours until I'm really like my stomach will say that I'm hungry to eat. I'm not like a get up and eat in the morning. So I sort of don't, don't eat until a little bit later, but depends. Every day is a little bit different for me because of my job. Uh, But it will be lots of, you know, whether it's going into the office or working from home, Meetings, But I guess my main thing will be is just setting those. I have a little affirmation that I tend to say, or I might do a quick meditation. Um, and usually I'm always doing it, some sort of yoga every day. That's just what I do. So that will always be included in my workout, even if it's just a 15 minutes on um, hips and some meditation. Uh, because, it, you know, if you're sitting all day, the hip stuff is so good. I actually just did a 15 minute hip session before because I'd been on the at the computer all day uh so yeah so that's pretty much it I mean I think I think for me is the other big thing that really holds me into my day is making my list I'm a list ticker yeah. <laughs> I love to make my list and yeah. then go through it are and you make still sure writing it? it yeah oh, are you still yeah. writing yeah. Uh, here's my pad <laughs> yeah I still write it I don't even put it in my you know like I should but yeah. then it's like I can there's something about writing it for me that's really um sort of is creative because also I find that when I start writing one thing I think you know one thing just triggers another thing and then I'm like oh, I'm going to write that down now so I just think about these things and I tend to do that all through my day because I'll be I'm, I'm terrible because I sometimes even I'll start a conversation and I start talking about something else because my brain is constantly going and my husband does tell me off about that but if I'm in another meeting and I sort of all of a sudden start to think about oh that relates to that then I'll be mm. writing something else down so I'm a big I'm a big note person I like to make my um, you know my list because then it I can tick those things off and not get distracted and it just keeps me on purpose and yeah I like to work hard and short rather than long and yeah I just that really works for me so you know just giving myself a time frame turning other devices off so I can if I'm doing creative writing then I just which is what I've been doing today sort of switch off of that then I've had a few meetings um, yeah so it depends on what I'm doing but I think that's a re- plays a really big part in my day um, often through the day there'll be other workouts and things <laughs> that uh, I have to do so you know Um, I think that morning one just sets me up for whatever is about to happen in my day. And sometimes it's changeable, (laughs) which I like. And it's just having being adaptable, I think is, is a key thing for us living, living our lives now. So, you know, and even with all the COVID it's being adaptable and just being able to go with the flow and and breathing. (laughs) That's the key thing, you know, for me, it's about breathing. I actually wrote down um, just sort of, you know, like the chapters of my life, and I've tried to put it into just one word. So I, if I could share that with you, it'd be quite cool. I know I've just drifted off. That's what I do. (laughs) Um, So I wrote down that in my 20s, it was about exploration, exploring, traveling the world. In my 30s, it was purpose, searching for my purpose. In my 40s, it was mastery. Oh, yeah. And in my fifties, it's peace. (laughs) So I think that's just something that, that came out to me then it was just around, you know, feeling so peaceful and, and not kind of losing some of that striving or intensity. Mm. You know, I used to always operate at this higher vibration, like always that intensity like I've got to push, push, push. And I realized, Hey, give yourself, you know, a pat on the back. You've made it to 50. You're in your fifties. You're living it. You're thriving. You're you're just loving it. And maybe it's time just to soften a bit. So when softening, and I've been doing that in my yoga practice. So whatever I kind of do, it's sort of, I do it, try and do it through my body, my mind and my soul, because then then I feel like you're living completely it. It's not like separate parts, it all works together. Um, yeah, I just wanted to share that because that's around really loving yourself and just finding that sort of peace that I think a lot of women, we want that, right? You know, we want that peace, that feeling.
0: When you said the word peace, it's the word that I've literally used every day since I landed in New Zealand.
1: (laughs) Yeah, How funny is
0: that? Because (laughs) it feels like I've been working so hard for so long um going 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 and always being i don't know um wrung out for another idea and another project and do this and do that and over time especially the last couple of years not even just because of COVID, but the last couple of years i've just been feeling like haven't you got enough out of me yeah (laughs) you know like and now it's time for me and i felt like if i could find a sense of peace but purpose use my purpose and marry Mm. the two together and Provide something that I was really passionate about, then it, it's not work again. You know, mm. like when we got into the fitness industry, it just felt like performing on stage. And oh my yeah. gosh, I got a paycheck for that. If I can get back to that, yeah. but not put myself through the ringer and yeah. enjoy, you know, offering up my purpose, but feeling that sense of peace every day. So you totally nailed it for me as well. Thank <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> You're welcome
0: okay so what do you do to make yourself feel vibrant and sexy
1: hmm I think um, well yeah I was thinking about that question before and I you know one of the things that I really love is skincare so I am I am I've always been like that um, from quite a young age I've, I always wear makeup you know you pretty much never see me without makeup I love to wear makeup Um and I love to have good skin. So that really, that's important for me because, yeah, I like to just feel good from the inside out. It makes me feel great. So skincare is really important. Uh, I think the way that you, you know, the the way I dress, I think that's important um, because it makes me feel good about who I am. You know, I I think, I (laughs) I do sort of think, am I still sexy? I don't know, my husband thinks I'm sexy. do I think yeah exactly and that's all that matters um but yeah I feel like I'm rocking it in my you know 55 I'm pretty much rocking it yeah and uh I'm proud of that I think what is it that you know the yoga I think it's a combination again I don't want to go back to that but that's it's the combination of everything it's you know the the food that I eat it's um the exercise that I do and yoga does make me feel really sexy yoga has this way of um you know, so before when I didn't do as much yoga, there was always kind of like a hard edge is yeah. how I would describe it, a bit of a hard edge, whereas I still do lots of strength training, but I do lots of yoga as well. And it just softens you. And, you know, obviously the heart space, yes, the number one, but then all it's like all around my body and it's like I'm glowing from the inside out. that's what the yoga does so that's that's I feel like that's my secret weapon I I actually say that to a lot of people in the fitness industry I say seriously that's my they go how do you do it what's your thing I say yoga yeah it's my secret weapon (laughs) and then what goes with the yoga is because you want to nourish your body with good things when you feel good you know so all of that just goes hand in hand so yeah, I think I think that's it. Yeah. But skin is really important for me, my skin. I think that's, you know, because you you can tell, you know, yes, you can wear makeup, but you can have poor skin underneath. So yeah. I like to have that. Well, I'll
0: actually be doing an interview on a skincare master for the show. Oh, yeah. For, for us that love to have good skin. And obviously, yeah. there's some challenges with hormones. Um, yes. You know, how our skin reacts to hormones. So I'll be um, bringing one of those on a little bit Great. later. Um a book recording hmm. or course or something that you can offer up to the listeners um, that you uh, recommend? I was, yeah. And I thought about that
1: question. I've done, um, you know, so many courses and things, but I think um, just something that I've found recently is this, uh, I've got it on the app, which is called masterclass. And my boss um, has given me that, you know, because no, we're not traveling. So normally we've got a lots of lots of fitness events or, you know, conventions and things, and you're always getting inspired by different people. Uh, But that's Masterclass has, oh my goodness, it's absolutely amazing. It's only like $300 a year and you go on there, you'd learn so much. I mean, there's, there's writers, there's acting, there's art, there's, there's just everything on that. So I thought that was really cool. um, If anyone wanted to know and it's on an app and you can just do it in your own time, anytime, yeah and then uh, the the current book that I'm reading is this one, which is called "Legacy by James Kerr. what it's and what it's about is the All blacks, what the All Blacks oh, wow. can teach us about the business of life. And um, yeah, so I guess the one thing is, um, you know, like they still clean the sheds, what they call you know, uh, cleaning the sheds. And I guess there's a lot of similarities in this book to Les Mills and the company that I've worked for for so long in that, you know, we, uh, we always roll up the sleeves and we get the job done and no one is better than another. And I think, you know, they're just principles that and values that I really believe in. So that's just an amazing, yeah, I'm halfway, I'm not halfway, but I'm reading that one. And the other um, current book that I'm reading is, this is a really cool book because it's about the coaching habit. A very good friend of mine gave me this. Um, So it's about saying less and asking more questions and Mm. changing the way that you lead. It's really simple. And I think for anyone that is of influence or you're managing people, so it's not so much about managing people, it's about coaching people and asking the right questions and just allowing people to talk and seeing then asking some really powerful questions which can change their thinking. Um, so that's a really great book. That's from Michael Bungay Senya. Yep. So that's, yeah, it's about full, but he's an Australian guy and it's just a really easy read. I think there's, there's so many coaching books out there. This is, um, a really good read and simple to read, but yeah, for me, I, I, read lots of coaching books and, you know, lots of books on your, you know, the inner work and stuff. Um, and i just i just try and look at the other thing that i do is look at people you know and mm. just just look at how they operate what is their operating system what can i learn from them you know um, i think it's just being like an open vessel is really important for me rather than being turned off or you know and and i meet so many people and i work with so many people of different ages and the you know i guess a few years ago when that next generation of instructors came through into into les mills it was so refreshing it was like it was like this ball of energy that just rolled on in and i was like whoa i it it completely and it started with diana mills and she has you know she's like a i'm like a work mom but you know she i've just seen her grow and and to the woman she is today and i think that's really um you know it's empowering and it's it's you know, like I, I get inspired by that, you know, so I'm inspired by her. And so it's not an age thing, it's about the attitude. To me, it's about attitude and mindset. Yeah. So, you know, that's why the coaching and, and, you know, really getting your mind right is so important. And, you know, then of course, you know, we have all that experience and we can share that. Um, but just being open to sort of other people's ideas and open to other people's ways of thinking, that's been a you know, a big thing that I really, really worked on myself over the last, particularly the last 10 years, because I found myself getting a little bit, you know, closed in a little bit narrow thinking in certain things that this is the way we do it. You know, this is the way we do it around here, <laughs> you know, and i caught myself doing that. And I was like, what the hell am I saying? Like that's, that's seriously so, um, not cool. <laughs> That's, you know, it's just not where we are. And the more that I can be more agile and more adaptable and more open-minded, I think um, then, you know, it just allows me to be able to be part of all these things and be part of this great life that I have, you know, the more I close down, then the less people will want me around. So I think it always comes down to ourselves and the attitude that we bring in the mindset. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah you you spoke of people and i think this brings us to a really good juncture yeah um is there a woman that's inspired you or who inspires you
1: <laughs> okay so i had to, i had got asked this question in an interview the other day and i yeah so it is my mum and the reason why the reason why i put her first is because from a very young age she taught me you know, I come home from dancing and it'd be like, Oh, the girl said this and in tears or whatever. And I'm not as good as that one. And she just sort of, she does it in a very um, honest, uh, no frills kind of way. And it was just like, you know, all you need to focus on is going forward. And And I just remember her always doing that to me. And she said, don't look sideways because, you know, that was about comparing myself to other people and never look back. And I think that's kind of the the motto that I've taken into my life. So she has been that driver and through all the years of, you know, <laughs> coming home because you always go home to your mum and it's like, oh, I didn't do it. I remember um, when I had my first auditions and I remember bringing her from London when I was went for the Moulin Rouge and, you know, oh, mom, it just didn't, was it wasn't how I wanted it to be, blah, 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 you know, crying. And she'll just say, you know, she had that attitude of just pick yourself up. You've got this, you know, that her self-belief in me, she believed in me more than I believed in myself. And I think that's something that, you know, has just, she's been my, my role model all, all along. And now I feel like I hopefully I'm doing that for other people as well because it's about that belief and for a lot of women particularly They don't have that self-belief. And so Mm. I want to really instill that in them and highlight, you know, coaching and doing the stuff I do now really allows me to show them and bring it up to the fore. Like this is inside of you. All of this stuff is inside of you. And you're, all you're looking at is all the, all the things that you don't have, or, you know, the things that you want you, what about all the things you have, you know, and to be able to, yeah, we're always going to have things that, you know, we want, or we want to be better at something that's, that's lifelong. It's like, yeah. you're always going to have that. It's like, stop focusing on that and focus on what you do have. And then you start you see, to see yourself in a new light. So I think my mum number one, because of that whole forward, not sideways, not back, you know, um, and just, just focus on moving forward one step at a time. So I've always been one little steps. I'm not like a huge goal setter even. I'm just because I want to enjoy the ride too and and then I think you know people like you Trace I mean you inspire me Emma Barry has been a big inspiration in my life Jackie Mills you know all the all the people from Les Mills um, and my old dance teachers you know along the journey my sports teachers they've all been um, inspirational in some ways you know in lots of different ways as well Um, and even today you know people I meet and I think sometimes you meet people only once you know how you just have those meetings with people and it's like quite incredible and you think I want to have more of that I want to meet that woman again you know yeah Um, and I had that with a yoga teacher I met at Firelex a few years ago and you know we're still sort of in contact through Instagram but you know and I'd love to see her again because there's just something magical about her so I think it's for me, it's, it's so many different people and it's, it's constant, you know, there's always people and, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. What age or who they are or what they do or where they come from. It's just inspiring. There's so many inspiring people out there and yeah, they can, and often they're, they're there to help. I think that's the big thing is that these people are just open. Like they just want to help. Just want to be able to, you know, move you forward and pay it forward, I think, is the big thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm going to wrap up our amazing conversation um, because I don't know if you've thought about this or maybe I might have mentioned it to you, but um, we never got to celebrate our 50th birthdays together. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I know. Because you
0: had a volcano and I had a pandemic. (laughs) So I think it's a sign. Yeah, <laughs> a sign which is, you know, girls, um, whatever you had going on in your head about turning fifty, it, it's not going to happen. So just carry on.
1: <laughs> right. Put the crown back on and carry get, on. Get back out
0: there. Carry on. It was just a number. It was always yeah. just a number. And yeah. and um, and so I don't know if you ever thought of it that way, but I am super looking forward to seeing you in uh, four weeks in yes. the flesh. It's been. <laughs> I don't know what, three, three years. And we were usually mm. pretty good, you know, catching mm. up every year, at least somewhere in the world. Right. Yeah, Yep. Um, so it's so, it's uh, so overdue and I can't wait to see you.
1: Can't wait to see you too. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks Trace.
0: I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode as much as I enjoyed hosting it. I love that there are so many generous women willing to share their story and expertise to help and inspire all of us going through the mire of menopause. If you enjoyed this episode, please check the show notes to follow my guest. All their details are there. And if you want to stay connected for further episodes, please like, subscribe, review, and of course, share with your friends. It's through your support and feedback that I can continue to produce episodes. Aroha nui.